RTHK News. It's one o'clock. I'm Barry O'Rourke. The top stories. A government advisor says vaccinating elderly people is key to easing COVID restrictions. The Commerce Minister rejects claims that banning films on national security grounds undermines free speech. And in Tokyo, Hong Kong's Paralympians secure their first medal of the Games. A top government advisor on COVID vaccines says the SAR will begin easing border restrictions if vaccination rates go up, especially among the elderly. Speaking after a radio programme, Ivan Hung said an inoculation rate of about 85% was needed to protect the community because of the fact patients with the Delta variant would infect more people. The University of Hong Kong academic says elderly people are at particular risk. If we are able to basically bring up the vaccination rate to 80% or above, especially among the elderly, then we will have the, you know, we reach the criteria that we can gradually relax the infection control measures because we can't basically just uh, lock ourselves up for a long period of time. So uh, with that, we are saying that, for example, the uh, quarantine period from uh, returning from overseas could be shortened, perhaps to seven days for majority of the countries. Apart from those high-risk countries, then probably need still to be 14 to 21 days. The Commerce Minister, Edward Yao, has rejected accusations that an amendment to the film censorship law to ban movies that could endanger national security will compromise freedom of speech. Mr Yao said only one of the 400 films submitted to censors recently was not approved for public viewing. He said the basic law and the security law upheld freedom of speech. In sport, Hong Kong has secured its first medal at the Tokyo Paralympic Games. 17-year-old Wong Ting Ting takes bronze in the Class 11 table tennis after a semi-final defeat to defending champion Elena Prokofeva. Wong won the first game but then lost the next three to the 50-year-old Russian. There is no playoff for third place, meaning Wong is guaranteed her medal. The Chinese embassy in Washington has dismissed a report by the U.S. intelligence community on the origins of COVID-19 as not scientifically credible. It also denied that China was hindering a global investigation of the pandemic. The report concluded that the virus was not developed as a biological weapon. Analysts were divided on its exact origin. The BBC's Gordon Carrera reports. President Biden gave his intelligence community 90 days to look again at the origins of COVID-19. But US intelligence continues to be unable to come to a firm conclusion. Some intelligence analysts favour the idea of natural transmission from an animal to a human. A smaller group seem to think a lab accident is more likely. But analysts are divided and without new data say they may not get any further. The intelligence report says Beijing has hindered the global investigation, arguing that this reflects China's own uncertainty about where such an inquiry might lead. The US military says it has carried out an airstrike against a member of the Islamic State group in Afghanistan. US officials say the target was a planner for the Islamist group which carried out a major attack at Kabul airport on Thursday, reportedly killing 170 people. From Washington, here's the BBC's Nomia Iqbal. In a statement, U.S. officials confirmed that the drone strike was carried out on a target in Nangahar province in eastern Afghanistan near the border with Pakistan. One ISIS militant is thought to have been killed. A spokesman said they were not aware of any civilian casualties. This airstrike fulfills an emotional vow President Biden made to the nation on Thursday when he said ISIS would not be able to hide and would be made to pay. But it has taken place as U.S. troops are desperately trying to get people out of an unstable country and under the pressure of the Taliban. 
The head of the International Rescue Committee, David Miliband, has warned that an invisible crisis is brewing in Afghanistan, where 20 million people are reliant on humanitarian help. There's the visible crisis around Kabul airport, but there's also an invisible crisis. Tens of millions of Afghans who need humanitarian aid, but who are desperately worried that the military withdrawal on the 31st will leave them at the mercy not just of political events, but of a collapsing economy of covid running rampant of drought in 80% of the country. And the weather, mainly cloudy with showers and squally thunderstorms. Showers will be heavier at times. The maximum temperature will be around 29 degrees. Occasional showers tomorrow. Rainfall will ease off later on Sunday and Monday. The weather will be unsettled on Tuesday and Wednesday. Temperature is now at 25 degrees and humidity at 94%. You're listening to RTHK. The time is five minutes past one. The mayor of the U.S. city of New Orleans has, attacked, has called for residents to evacuate unprotected neighborhoods as Hurricane Ida approaches the coastline of Louisiana. The storm has hit western Cuba and is expected to strengthen as the United States approaches. Uh, Benjamin Schott is a meteorologist in New York. In New Orleans. It will be a pretty strong Category 4 when it makes uh, landfall on the coast of Louisiana sometime on Sunday afternoon or evening. This will be a life-altering storm for those who aren't prepared and ready to take what Ida's going to throw at us. The chairman of the U.S. Federal Reserve has suggested the central bank is likely to start cutting back its pandemic-related economic stimulus later this year. Jerome Powell said progress towards the Fed's goals on employment and inflation made this a possibility. At the FOMC's recent July meeting, I was of the view, as were most participants, that if the economy evolved broadly as anticipated, it could be appropriate to start reducing the pace of asset purchases this year. The intervening month has brought more progress, but also the further spread of the Delta variant. We will be carefully assessing incoming data and the evolving risks. More sports now, and Cristiano Ronaldo has arrived in Lisbon, not only to join up with the Portugal squad ahead of their forthcoming World Cup qualifiers, but to have the medical that will seal his shock return to Manchester United. United have agreed a fee of around £18 million with Juventus. Before news of the deal broke, United manager Ole Gunnar Solskjaer had this to say about his former teammate. Cristiano has been a legend of this club. He is a legend of this club. He's the greatest player of all time, if you ask me. I was fortunate enough to play with him. I coached him. Such a tremendous uh, human being as well. We've always had a good uh, communication. I know Bruno's been uh, talking to him as well. And, you know, we, he knows what we feel about him. It's match week three in the Premier League this weekend. Manchester City play Arsenal in tonight's early game, but undoubtedly the game of match week three will be Liverpool hosting Chelsea. There's a lot of people getting excited about the prospect of Chelsea's Romelu Lukaku versus Liverpool's Virgil van Dijk. The Liverpool manager, Jurgen Klopp, says he's definitely looking forward to taking on the European champions. Again, it's one of these games I, I would watch 100% if I would not be involved. So we have to, it's a, pretty much a, a must watch game if you want. Um, brought now Lukaku in, which doesn't make them worse, obviously. And um, so, yeah, is a, is a tough opponent. But um, we are um, actually not in the worst moment as well. And hopefully we can show that. That match kicks off at half past midnight Hong Kong time. 
India's cricketers fought back well on day three of the third test against England at Headingley, halting the home side's charge for victory. After England were bowled out for 432 in reply to India's paltry first innings total of 78, the tourists closed on 215 for two second time round, still 139 behind. From Leeds, the BBC's Eleanor Oldroyd reports. England are still heavy favourites to win the test and level the series, but India have given themselves a sniff of a chance with a stubborn batting display. They began their second innings needing 355 just to make England bat again and finished the day 215 for two, having reduced the deficit to 139. Chiteshwar Pujara was unbeaten on 91. He shared stands of 82 with Rohit Sharma, who was out for 59, and 99 so far with Virat Kohli. The Indian captain will resume on 45. England's only successes with the ball went to Craig Overton and Ollie Robinson, who stayed patient and accurate throughout. They'll be looking forward to the new ball, which will be available first thing in the morning. Finally, researchers in the Arctic say they've inadvertently discovered the world's most northernmost island. The Danish and Swiss team thought the outcrop was Udak Island, which they'd known about for more than 40 years. But when they checked their position, they realised they were 800 metres further north. The scientific leader of the Arctic station is Morton Rush. We have had a lot of discussions on uh, this uh, name, and now we have actually agreed on one. It will be called the Khoradak Vatnaslek. From a scientific point of view, it's of course interesting to come to an area like that because it's a very extreme environment and there is a potential of finding something that we normally don't find. And to end the news, top stories once again. Government advisor says vaccinating elderly people is key to easing COVID restrictions. The Commerce Minister rejects claims that banning films on national security grounds undermines free speech. And in Tokyo, Hong Kong's Paralympians secure their first medal of the Games. And you've been listening to the news on RTHK. It's time to take off again from 1980, the Japanese marionette TV show. Here's Brian May and the theme from Starfleet X-Bomber.
Monthly ex-bomber Brian May. Got some big hits from Randy Edelman, uh, Lalo Schifrin, Rick Patterson, Mike Post coming up. See if you can guess these next few. These were some of my favorites growing up. Watch these back to back to back to back with Pops.